Welcome to the Healing Space. I am <laughs> Sensei Raven Akundayo. And I'm Brandon Harris-Williams. And it is time for Black Quinn Unapologetic. It's loud ass yelling you going to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, screaming. We're going to move the mic away from you. Whatever. Away. Okay. You like me being next to you, though, so it's okay. I was assigned a seat. Let's you can clear. Listen, listen so I can clear. switch with you. Ooh. Let's be clear about that. How about that? It's a lot. Right. It's a lot of neck rolls and everything else that y'all can't see right now. (laughs) You've taken over my spirit. That's why the neck rolls are happening. Okay. Right. Uh huh. Indeed. Trying to show out in front of company. That's cool. He's nicer when y'all aren't here. Whatever. Whatever. I've heard. heard. (laughs) Welcoming back to the third chair. Is the most awesome Amadamophis actor that's going on here in Atlanta right now, Mr. George Hill? Welcome, sir. That was so sweet, man. Thank you. <laughs> Hire me. Thank you. <laughs> and that's real. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Listen, talk, you know. listen. If you could have seen your face just now, he was like, "No, but yeah. that's real shit." <laughs> Brandon was passionate about that. He was like, "No, hi, I'm right? <laughs> right. 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 not playing around with this." <laughs> So, George has been here. This makes the third black queer unapologetic. So, you know that that chair is yours, pretty much. Right. Are you trying to make me emotional right now? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But here's what I like because the misfits couldn't see this. I like that emotional for you is the Wakanda. (laughs) 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 He crossed those arms real quick. Like, you trying to make me emotional right now? Like, come on. Black and unapologetic. Listen, come on. Indeed. Wakanda forever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and to our fourth chair, we would like to introduce you guys to this Amadamophis singer who actually contributed to the No Fear No Shame campaign on the Love Movement's website this month. Happy to have him here, and he's clearly made it clear he's going to be here yet again. <laughs> Everyone, welcome Kennedy to the show. Welcome, hey sir. Hey, guys. Thank you for welcoming me here. I'm excited about what's about to go down. I hope you're ready for all this tea. Listen. Yes. Because we, 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 we spent a good two hours spilling quite a bit <laughs> earlier. Milk, <laughs> tea, honey, sugar, cream. We got the whole sugar. damn bar. <laughs> spilled everybody's tea. Yeah. We were actually talking quite a bit about cream earlier, so mm-hmm. yeah. In boxes. Uh, in boxes. In boxes. Because you have to order it. You have to Listen, order the supplies. You come on. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Make boy. sure you get you a kit. Yes. <laughs> Everybody needs a kit. Everyone needs a kit? Now, whatever kit you need. Okay. Right. Okay. It's up to you. Okay. Now, what, now what is it? What is the, does the kit have in it? Right. And is, is there clear differences between a kit and a box? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Yes. 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 Because, uh, because when you say kit, I'm thinking like the little thing you have like in your nightstand. You know, it's like you know you have your little goodie drawer. Okay. So there's three things. Three things. <laughs> there's the drawer. There's the kit. Okay. The kit okay. is what you do to prep. Okay. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> the drawer is what you're using for. The box. The box. Yeah. Come on now. I'll start asking questions, but I don't want you to be. You already flow so smoothly. Listen, I don't throw you off. So listen. We starting it off educating y'all exactly. <laughs> like, about, the about the box. About the box. You have to be educated about the box. You do. You can't just step into the box thinking that you're educated on it because each should. box is different. You also have to be educated about your own box. <laughs> they are. Be educated about your own box. Listen. Listen. You just made me turn towards you. <laughs> Speak a word. Speak a word. I just we, about we the snuggie of me with the bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all just spoke to each other because while you were you were educating me, I was educating George. You I was like, every box is different. He was like, Wait, they I are. Huh? I heard. Mean? I heard you say that. I yeah. said every box is different. Oh, he was like, yes, they, yes, are. they are. Yes. Are indeed. Every unique. Very unique. Uh, very unique. Listen, very unique. come on. Oh, some more than others, but okay. I'm tired of others. Oh, 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 is this wait a minute. Now? We're talking about a box. <laughs> oh, a box. Not a hallway. <laughs> a box. <laughs> oh, stay focused. <laughs> talking about boxes. It's hard to stay focused. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so first question. <laughs> <laughs> How has your queerness impacted how others have treated you, for the positive or the negative? 
And since you are the new person here, Kennedy, we're going to start with you. Yes. Um, My queerness has made people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Just when I was growing up, I was very effeminate. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm a little bit more masculine. Mm -hmm. I can turn it on and off now, but it was just something different. Right. And as I'm getting older, um, I'm 30 now. Yeah. But, um... It's just a way that people feel like, oh, you're not, you're not gay, you're straight because right. I'm, I walk a certain way, I talk a certain way, and they're just like, oh, oh, this is different. Right. Uh, most women like it, but most men are like taken aback, like, oh, I kind of thought you were cool, you're still cool. Right. I want to fuck you, but I can't fuck you because you, you're a guy, but you're you're gay, so I'm confused. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> but right? posit- positively. Um, <laughs> Most people get educated by me because they're like, oh, you're you're gay? Right. Yes. So what does that mean? How does that look? Why aren't you like gay and feminine? Like right. I thought that was gay. No, there's levels to this shit. Right. Right. There's levels to all the shit. But right. this shit will teach you like, hey, I can be all of who I am yeah. first and then be gay. Because yeah. that's just secondary. Right. But yeah. I mean, I've had Well, a- for all four of us who are sitting around the table right now, we have that privilege, you know, that is absolutely a privilege in our community Mm -hmm. because not everyone presents like this, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, some people, they, as you were saying, when you were younger, it wasn't, you can help, it was just who you were, you know, so it's like clock, as they say, (laughs) not everybody is clockable. And you only see me because you see yourself. Listen, that's that's a word right there. Listen. That's a word. (laughs) Listen. Because I see all y'all. Come on. Let them know. That's great because that's the beauty of having that, that, I guess, that privilege that you can kind of see mm-hmm. people for who they are. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. so what about you, Mr. Hill? Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to read the question again hate, or you got it? Yeah, I hate talking to myself. But anyway. Um, what? I do. But Why are you always on Black Queen Unapologetic? <laughs> That's all it's about is talking about yourself. He talking. He don't like talking about himself. Exactly. You, but, well, every question is about you, though. But the first time, I feel like it wasn't as introspective, was it? As it no. No, it wasn't. The, the very first one so was see, a lot yeah. more... But the what, two uh, after were. Yes. Oh. There we go. Let them know. Let them know. That's this what I'm the, talking this about. This is the third. This, this is the Barbara third. Walter. Oh, okay. You should have been prepared since the last one. Listen. Damn it. I like that he tried to be a whisperer, though. He did. Brandon tried to be a whisperer often. He'd be like, no, you can understand where he's coming from. But I think the way it impacted me is that. Just embracing being a black queer man has made me more confident within myself. Right. And that confidence, people can see that. So that's how they react to me. I know mm-hmm. there was um, just embracing that has made me kind of um, evaluate things about myself right. that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, and it kind of even unmasked a little bit of uh, misogynist and homophobia within myself right. that I had to kind of shift. Talk about that. I really did. Because That's real. Because I was like, you know, growing up, I'm thinking like, there was always this, you know, view of what masculinity was. Right. And having to debunk that because it's really just a concept. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, I had to really kind of figure out like, okay, why do you think that way? Right. Why don't you find this person attractive? Is it something that you're, you know, masking within yourself? You know what I mean? And just having that dichotomy, I think that all queer people, but especially black queer men deal with, mm-hmm. um, having to, you know, toe that line and try to say, okay, you know, I, you know, I, I like the details of a Givenchy fashion show, but I also like a fat ass too. Right. You know what I mean? You can both. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so both can coexist at the same time. It doesn't have to be either or. You know what I mean? We're just, we're too... Um, we're too varied. We're too diverse of a, of people to yeah. even just put in a uh, in one a singular box like that. You know, yeah. basically uh-huh. we put ourselves in a box. Exactly. You know. So and, I think one and, and not the intended box. Sometimes not the intended box. So that box <laughs> is good, but not that box. Not yet. And not the hallway. Not no, no. We don't want hallways. We don't want hallways. But uh, <laughs> but no, I think just uh, you know having that you know self discovery and trying to figure out you know why I thought a certain way and having to debunk those myths really kind of made me embrace, you know, being a black queer man. And like I said, it gave me more confidence and people saw that and they respond to that. Right. You know what I mean? So that's been a positive thing, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what about you, the HW? I mean, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of similar to what they both have already said. Like younger 
people kind of seeing things or seeing you being as effeminate or being slightly different, even though not even knowing that I liked guys yet or whatever. Right. They were like this. So that, I guess, is a negative because of that bullying, I guess, to an extent or that teasing or whatever. But then growing up and then, like you also said, like finding the confidence within yourself and then also... I guess being more comfortable with yourself makes it easier because right. I don't think there's necessarily too many negatives that I deal with at least on a day-to-day basis because of my queerness mm-hmm. so I guess I'm lucky on, in that aspect of it mm-hmm. because even like you were saying we're pretty lucky that we I guess kind of quote-unquote present straight or whatever because even with having straight co-workers or other friends sometimes they'll almost forget and and when like br- bringing up I guess conversations or topics about other LGBT well, not, I guess, the G, but you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> the issues in you know, the queer community. And then it's kind of like, okay, but wait, like, I'm still in that community too. Like, let's not go too far. And you kind of have to check them with that. And then right. it's kind of. Absolutely. So I guess it's also we, being. We, we in, have a privilege, but we have to check them on their privilege. Michelle, exactly. I like when they go too far because then you can pull them back so you can open up their And educate them. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, but well, what I kind of struggle with that too sometimes is if you're not as close to the person. Because mm-hmm. right. you don't want to be like confrontational. Like, again, like I'm saying, if it's at work and then it's like. Well, again, if it's at work, I gotta work with you, you know, five right. days out the week. Let's not let's not argue about like T. S. Madison. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so I think for the most part, I guess I have pretty. It's pretty positive, right? So I don't know. I'm not looking out for the negatives. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, stay in the light. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, my situation uh, as a kid, I wouldn't really say that it had to do. With my queerness, I would say it was more uh, uneducated people, mm-hmm. because all I was was soft, you know, uh, tender. And <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was very I was articulate at a very young age. I was someone who I was I don't know I wasn't I was rough, but and that's the reason why I'm saying for me I don't think it had anything to do with my queerness when I was made when I, when I was younger. Because I would go out and play with my friends. I would get dirty, busted knees, all that stuff. So I was, you know, the quote unquote boy, you know. So it wasn't anything having to do with that. It was the fact, the way that I spoke. Oftentimes it was the way that I spoke. Mm-hmm. I was told those ignorant things of you talk too white and you talk too gay, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So that was me when I was younger. Once it got to the point where <clears throat> I was older, it was the whole thing of uh, the privilege of looking like or coming off as I was straight. So that's, it didn't impact me in a negative then either because everyone always assumed that, okay. But the thing is, from a very young age, once I came out to my parents, I didn't care who the hell you were. Once I came out to them, everybody can know I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So the thing that would always catch people off guard at work is that I looked or came off as I was straight. But then you come over to my desk, like I had a job when I was in Baltimore, where a girl came over to my desk before and I had pictures of my boyfriend on my desk. Mm-hmm. So she was like... Um, What's all that about? And I was like, that's my boyfriend. And she was like, oh. And her face just looked like she wanted to start some shit. So I guess I was triggered. That's not who I am See, now. She wanted you but to I was like, her. <laughs> you were having Probably. I was around 23 at the time. So I guess I was still maybe triggered by these things. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, is there a problem? It's my boyfriend. But she completely turned it on me. She was like, actually, no. She said, I respect it. It's just that I've never met a man before who so quickly admitted it. And I was like, oh. And she was like, I respect it. It, was, it, oh, took, see, I, it caught me off guard. Let me retract that, that statement. Right. Michelle, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gave her a name. Right. So, yeah. So, that, that has been my journey. As a matter of fact, I had never even been called the F word before mm. until I was walking with people who were more obvious than I am. And that's when a man said it to us. So, in my day-to-day, just me by myself. I've never even called it. John wanted to be fucked by one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, you know, I've, as a matter of fact, when I think back to it, when I was in elementary school and middle school, that's not true. I take that back, y'all. I retract that statement. It was never by men. I've never had a man until that situation called me that. Okay. Women have. Mm-hmm. Which is so When I was in middle school, lots of girls called me Cause that. Because that, that's, that's been my experience too, but... I just think it's odd that men aren't the ones attacking me. Right. It's a girl. Yep. And you would think someone who's supposed to be or represents softness or sweetness. Right. And they're just like evil. Come on. Excuse me. Listen. I retract that. Right. They're bitches. Right. <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Like I'm confused. Like why how you why you feel attacked or feel some type of way about me being me. Right. And I don't even want you. You're competition. 
Wow. At seven? <laughs> I'm almost through this yes. song. Yes. Almost through this song. How? Come on, how? How? Yes. How? Yes. The same way the little girl sitting next to her sharing Billy's crayons is competition. You competition, too. I don't even want your crayons. I don't want your color pencils. I don't no, want your you paper. No, you want Billy's crayons. I don't want Billy either. I want um, Kareem. You want Malik. Not yes. Kareem. Akeem. Come on, listen. Kareem, Akeem. Listen. What the hell I meant. Change your name. Yeah, she better want T'Challa. Listen, let him know. Hello, T'Challa. Oh, yes. Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> last week's episode was about mental illness and mental health. What is your most consistent healing practice for your mental health? And I'll start. So, since that was last week, <laughs> I'm, see, I'm George's point out by himself. Not me. Everyone gets to be first because <laughs> it's four questions. That's funny. Okay, so my constant, and I had to think about that for a minute mm-hmm. because that's pretty much all I do. Yeah. So I had to think about it, and I was like, because I don't. Uh, for me, I would say it is teaching yoga, mm. because honestly, for me, now this isn't for anybody else. For me, I feel like saying meditation will be a cop out mm-hmm. because that's a constant with me. I I know how to do meditation where you don't even have to close your eyes. So I'm constantly teaching people new ways to meditate. So for me, I feel like it's a cop out because I I literally do it every day. So for me, teaching yoga to other people is a really serious healing for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's how I constantly show up for myself is like, as long as I'm being able to teach this, I'm getting healed. I can have a horrible day and I'm teaching somebody online, just online in another state and just being able to help them to flow and rise higher in their practice makes me feel better. Right. So that definitely helps me with my mental health okay. because I can be in a place of depression and just teaching one class in a day completely takes all of that away for me. Nice. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. So, Brandon? Um, I think for me, it's like just listening to music. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just kind of unplugging, like turn. Well, my phone stays on Do Not Disturb most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, but just putting my headphones in and just like just vibing out to whatever I want to listen to. I'll be having like little concerts to myself, you know. So just, and it's a daily thing, just kind of like a either, either, either the. When I get off work or coming into work, before I go in, and not saying the work is the issue, but it's just a daily thing that I, I do for myself just to kind of, and it changes my mood like you were saying, and then I can kind of either look at a problem differently or mm-hmm. finally go and be productive and focus on the stuff I should be doing after I listen to, now granted it can go from like 30 minutes to like three hours sometimes, but <laughs> it, it just, as long as it changes my mood or I, until I'm like filled up basically. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Replenish. <laughs> Made whole. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, close the box. Um, but uh, um, I think my mental health comes from a few places. You better uh, skip over George. No, you're fine. No, you he said he wanted you're to go last. Oh, he said that? He said, yeah. Come on, good ears. Yes. How'd you hear that? <laughs> I, mean, I, I said it with my heart, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, I like working out. Okay. So that helps. I can take out all the stress on my own body, on myself. Okay. Um, in a positive way. Right. Um, I also have a journal. Um, oh, we so, need to more than one? Okay, we need to come back around to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 my bad. Yeah. Uh, mine's a quick though. Yours is long. Um, <laughs> I have a journal. I filled up like two, but I also do like a daily prayer in the morning before I get out of bed. Shondo, mm. you right? Oh. Come on, you got yourself covered. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> the, these Patty Labelles to be going for. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm trying to be like Harry Potter with the invisible cloak. You don't see. Oh, me. is that okay? There we go. Indeed. So it, it won't help our listeners. Okay. <laughs> 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 like it just got quiet on the podcast. What's happening right now? <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's more than just one specific thing for okay. me. I mean, there's, a, there's a few things. I'll be quick. But, um, Don't take your shot. Look, you're good. Uh, I mean, it could be anything from, you know, seeing a good film, you know, um, doing a little exercising, um, a good drink. Right. Um, Talk about it. Box. A good, a good box. <laughs> <laughs> now that now I was gonna say that, but that is actually a really good healthy thing. It is. It's not to be um, three times a week. Really? Ugh. 
I need to uh, catch that game up. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I love that you had to search for what you. Did. <laughs> I did. I, mean, yeah, I, was, I was saying step my dick up, you know. But step um, my dick up. Good night, everybody. There you go. Well, Good you got the T.S. Madison term. You know what I mean. So, well, she says step her pussy up, but you know, step your dick up. All right, we got it. Yeah, sweet. I see you seeing me seeing you. But um, it can be, it's, it's a various amount of things. I mean, I'm not quite gotten into meditation yet, although I would like to. But um, it could stop it. We love to come uh, upon a year of knowing you. <laughs> that was shade. <laughs> but it could be. It doesn't have to be just one thing. It could just be just putting on some sweatpants and just tuning out, listening to music, having a good drink, listening to some fucking Migos. Anything that you know just kind of fills you. Migos you calms again. you down. It, you know what? Oddly enough, it does. Or it puts me in a good mood. Like, I'll put on Migos when I'm washing dishes, and the dishes will be done in, like, fucking five minutes. Okay. It just kind of, you know, puts me in a good, you know, energy and a good space. Okay. So, you know, and it doesn't have to be Migos. It could be jazz. It could be any kind of music that kind of, hey, you know, jazz. feeds you. We, I think we're some jazz lovers in here, yeah. right? Yeah. No. I was going to say, I'm fairly certain that's me and you. Okay. <laughs> I like jazz. You like jazz? Yeah, you like jazz? Oh, okay. Okay. I like words. But yes. <laughs> Brandon, I'm gonna knock. Jazz can be jazz. Can I, like be words. Words. Can. I'm can. I like words. I can. I'm just saying. I like words. I was about to say, how many people <laughs> have to name off to you? I can start with Elephant Cheryl alone. Really? Like, okay. Lady Day. Now, I know I'm old, but I ain't that old. Oh. You, no. Wait Hold a on. minute. We, we, we about to box, no, man. Like my music taste and stuff is old, but we had this conversation before, though. <laughs> I, it's kind of, it is a cutoff point. So. <laughs> <laughs> No disrespect to Ella, but you know. <laughs> so you can't do Nina either? I've never really gotten into Nina. How no. about Billy? Ooh, how about Lady Day? No, I'm sure if he no. didn't get no. to Nina. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's levels to it. Yeah. So I'm like, now if you're not Nina, you probably not Billy. Like, no. I probably have heard the most of Billy, though. Really? But, yeah. No, I'm surprised by that. You might like okay. Nancy Wilson. You, Nancy's the first person I was going to say. When he really? said uh, he liked words, I was like, you well, You might Nancy. like Nancy. I check out Nancy. I like a little bit of Nancy. Okay. One or two. What are uh, Diana of. Reeves? That, that, okay, Diana Reeves. Yes. Days. Come on. <laughs> Come, listen, Nick, look at you. Play We're veering so off right now. <laughs> well, that was your music selection for the week. Okay. <laughs> right. Listen, educate yourself. Hello. <laughs> there will be a playlist ready after the podcast. <laughs> That's not a bad you idea. You can find though. it on Spotify and uh, Apple Music. Hello. Not a bad idea. It's gonna take some time for us to get on title, but yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> you imagine if you may put a, a playlist together? Come on, that thing would be varied. You hear Listen, me? Of like all we, the guests, we got something for everybody. <laughs> really I mean, right. just between the two of us alone, oh, we got something true. for everybody. Listen. Everybody Listen. walk away happy by the time we <laughs> get on that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we both stop? Yeah, I stopped. I was like, what? Live so bad. I don't know if we've ever had one that has had so much that isn't happening vocally. I know. Like, it's all been like, you know. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> that happened so perfectly. <laughs> I was like, how did we get there? <laughs> we were talking oh, about music. How did we That's stop on a dime? I mean, a good song could put you in the mood. Okay. Does a good song this put you I'll in do. the mood, or are you already in the mood first, and then you turn that song on? Okay, I'm a different type of person. <laughs> Let them know. You Come can on. blow some wind. <laughs> so that means you stay in the mood. I don't think this. No, I'm not. Something. I'm not always in the mood. I. It, but I was you're about quick to, to get in the mood, though. Yes. yes. I was about to be surprised because here I go. I'm about to go there. If you were to say that you were always in the mood, I was about to say I've never met an air sign that's always in the mood. Ever. You've never met an air sign? I've never been to air sign that's always um, in the mood. Never. Seven to eight out of ten times? I'm using Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's air. I can get with that. Yeah. yeah. But I ain't never seen ten. I've never I've never seen any time you come to me. I've got to go. Seen ten. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Because that was one that you got. Because it was the first laugh. <laughs> then it was, oh shit, I get what he's saying. Pause, because you got me. It's like, go. I didn't realize. Gotcha. I mean, indeed. I will say this there could be like weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm at a 10. Okay. Literally. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Every day a week ago. No. And then after that two weeks, let's and it might be a full moon, honestly, because the full moon does something to me. I'd be like, oh, let's hey, let's go. Listen. Oh my god. So so the song is true. It must be a full moon. Feels like one of those nights. All one of those. <laughs> that night, those nights, them nights, <laughs> she nights, he nights, them, hey, it nights. She, what? She? Oh, mm. oh okay. <laughs> you Stay with the puns. Stay with the puns. <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought it was becoming a different conversation. I was, I was like, okay. We were about to go somewhere. I haven't, right. touched, I haven't touched a girl in years. Oh. <laughs> years. Listen, George was like, okay, so we know queer, but what, what's in, within the spectrum, where are you? Right. He said, I thought it was only same gender loving. Oh my gosh. Okay, so wait, all of us answered that one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so gotcha. It's a hard question. <laughs> Listen, we're about to step into it now. So, name your top five favorite albums. And you have to explain their significance to your life in 10 words or less. So okay. you first. Now, I'm, I succeeded I'm, I'm after good. 10 words or less. Let's see if y'all can all do Ooh, it. It may not be That's why you're supposed to write them down. Okay. Because so write the words 10 down, words or less. Oh. <laughs> I literally <laughs> wrote them down so I could be sure it was going to be 10 words or less. Okay. When I'll, I feel like you're going for too long, I'm going to earn you. I'll be brief. <laughs> because the whole point is, this question was supposed to be difficult as fuck. It so, is, and it was and difficult. And it's difficult for two reasons. To choose it. And, and to put it in 10 words or less. And why it impacted your life. Huh? And why, oh, it, why impacted it impacted your, your life, yes. All right, so the first Ooh. album that I can remember really liking is probably um, Midnight Marauders so by Tribe Called Quest. So now stop. Okay. And here's where the 10 words begins. Okay. <laughs> 10 words. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's why it was a challenge. You can't break the, the, the challenge because the listener is supposed to get so you're, you're supposed to be able to give them Listen, how you can, feel okay. for the listeners in 10 words or less. All right. Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Uh-huh. It's a family trait that my family loves Tribe Called Quest. That's what it you know means to me. And my cousins would bring um, CDs down from up north and they'd come and we'd always dub them. So You've gone way past 10. I, mean, I can't explain it We don't need a story. We don't need a story. But Why I love Tribe Called life? Quest, though. Uh, <laughs> number two would probably be... Uh, N-E-R-D, In Search Of, It's Just Nostalgic, um, I Love It, Love Pharrell's Voice, Great Songs, Grew Up With It, um, Takes Me Back to High School. All right. Uh, number three would probably be uh, Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. It is the nigga breakup album. There we go. Okay. It is. Yes. Right. Don't got to go no further. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Um... Number four would be Billie Holiday's Lady in Satin. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way that she can emote through words and music. May not be in the best voice, but what's there is pure, and I just love that album. She's my favorite jazz artist. Number five would be the Beyonce B-Day album. Upgrade You, Kitty Cat, Um, Deja Vu, uh, Get Me Bodied. I don't need to say anymore. That's a bomb-ass album. Love it. Okay. Mm. Ooh. Oh, at, least out of, at least out of your five, you were able to have one that was able to have less than ten words. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a that. challenge. <laughs> no, no, that's a good album. I, yeah. I, I agree. You said you knew it was a challenge. It literally was in the text message I sent you. Was it? Yes. Listen to this. Now, granted, I ignored that part. So, but it was. I did too, because I was like, a challenge. <laughs> Is this an answer? Mm-hmm. I texted about it. Mm-hmm. Is this an air sound thing too? To what? Just ignore rules? I mean, I, I was just going to rate mine off. Breaking rules. Oh, breaking we we rules. do have a problem with authority, though. Yeah. I've learned that about myself as I okay. Like, if you tell me to do something nine times out of ten, not happening. Not happening. Now, if it's I real. decide to do it myself, it's different. If you try yeah. to convince me to do it, I probably do it easier. Gotcha. But if you be like, do that, you can wait. And you will. But the, and you will. And <laughs> but that also helps me to understand why how you feel about when it comes to us. Okay, because that's who that's who we are. Like Scorpios are naturally controlling. So, and I'm not saying it's a positive at all, but that's just a part oh, of our character. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that definitely makes sense. If you're, it, it is more often than not better for us to be in a relationship with somebody who is turned on by control 
or is so dominant that we become the less controlling person. Um, Those are the two things you need to be in a relationship with. Either somebody who's like, I love the fact that you are bossy as hell. I got that ass, but I like to make sure you're bossy. a confrontational ass motherfucker. You say you're confrontational? Mm -hmm. Now, see, that's what it is. We don't need confrontational. We need for you to be like, because you can get us to be less controlling, Mm -hmm. but not when you're coming from that point of view. If you're coming from a who the fuck you think you're talking to me, then it'll be like, When you get older, you learn some new things. Right. I say less now. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, come on. You're like, oh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the funny thing. That's where you and I meet. I'm that way. It irritates people. I'm a uh, okay person, and it makes mm. people pissed off. Oh, all the time. Listen. And they don't even be that deep. It. Yes. Never. Be like, okay. Okay. That's all you have to say? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Bye. That's it. That's it. <laughs> what are we doing? What's, what's happening right now? Yeah, <laughs> stop saying okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so since the, um, since the last question is going to start with you, you, then me, and then we'll, he'll be the end of the music one. So you can go next to music. Okay. <laughs> um, you see, you just took that from you. There we I go. Could, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of five, so I have four. Okay. So, yeah, but that's okay. Because it's going to be five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 20. I was like, why can't I do math right now? 20 out of all I of us. <laughs> you should feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to still even out. Um... So Fantasia's Free Myself album, um, yeah. I feel like it's her best. It's just, she came out the gate strong. She's been trying to get that ever since, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I still love it, I still love okay, it. Okay, okay, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Kanye West, College Dropout. Okay. It's just when I was really heavy into Kanye, so I just really love that one. I can still, you know, rap all the songs, whatever. Um, Anita Baker, Giving You the Best That I Got. My fave Anita. My, just my fave, my mm-hmm. girl. Um, and then the Way Next Hell soundtrack, just Babyface mm. production, and then like you damn near damn yeah. every '90s singer, R&B, well, female singer, just and yes. they don't make soundtracks like that. They don't, listen. not at all. Listen, not even that close. gave you variety. Not even listen. Not Okay, so here are my five. The first one is the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Was the soundtrack to my teenage sex life. The next is Bitter, the best album ever created, period, by Michelle and Diggiacello. Next album is Infinite Possibilities by <clears throat> Amel LaRue, the definition of who I am spiritually. The next one is Rhythm of Love by Anita Baker, the first CD I ever owned. And then the last one is Mama's Gone by Erica Badu, Meditation in Music Form. Mm-hmm. Good list. Thank love you. Mama's Gun. Listen, now, that thing is so I can so. listen to it from start to finish. Yeah, over and over. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! One. Like she's made other great albums. I don't know if she'll ever touch Mama's Gun. I, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my head the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Riding on the Walls by Destiny Child. I'm a enormous. That's Destiny Child fan. Not to be confused with Beyonce. Cause it's two different people. Hello. <laughs> And there's three people in a group that make up a sound. So I support all three of them individually, mm-hmm. but mostly collectively. So once they go on tour, and they will, mark my words, I will be there, front row, sweating all, screaming, hoarse, everything. Listen. Everything. Listen. Everything. everything. Um, um, I was about to say, when you <laughs> said you, you buck against rules, you mean it. <laughs> you, you said, I'm going to actually give you an essay. <laughs> But I encouraged that, so I'm sorry. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The minute you did that, I was like, okay. (laughs) That's serious. Um, So that's my childhood. Um, Diary of Alicia Keys. And we were talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. But something about that just takes me to a different place. It was melodic. It was harmonies are pretty. Um, It just made me feel it. Um, Turn Me Loose by Legacy mm-hmm. um, was her first album that I got into for my mom, mm-hmm. and it was an emotional roller coaster just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. <laughs> um, I Am by Beyonce. Don't be confused with I Am Sasha Fierce. Two separate albums. Yes. Yeah, sure. Two different people. Um, I Am just her depth. Um, and I was in a spacey place, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Full Moon. Oh, (laughs) 
Artistic gay. And I don't even like Brandy like that, but that I love that. Prove my point even more. Prove my point even more. So with Full Moon, that was high school. So that's that's that. Right. That's that. I think that's it. Think so. Was that five or was that six? That was five, remember. I think. Oh, then I got one more. Because <laughs> he got my fifth one, so go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Hudson's first album. You look at He about to be speaking to you. Jennifer Hudson's first album. Um, I think I had just broke up with somebody. Somebody just broke up with me. Probably the latter. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because growth, you learn <laughs> and you move on. Um, but there's a song on the album called In the Rain or Through the Rain. No, that's that's Mariah. But something about the rain. Hurricane, some shit. It's raining. Uh, and somebody dies, a car accident. Yes. It's an amazing song and she gives you everything. And I feel it every time I hear it. And then um, giving myself. Because it's talking about, I, actually I've heard, well, two interpretations about it. So at first I thought it was about love. She talking about sex. <clears throat> and that works for me too. So, there you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I can't. Jesus. Okay. And the last question is, name a book by a black queer author that helped mold you into who you are today. Oh, I'm going Starting first. with you. <laughs> so, I had to actually go find it because I actually read the books. But, um, they are called... Keeping Mr. Right, mm -hmm. and the book is a guide to lasting relationships. It's a test inside, um, and it's mostly talking about yourself. It's not talking about Mr. Right or finding him. It's about you being Mr. Right to get Mr. Right and keep Mr. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is, get, oh, sorry, the author, um, Dr. Kenneth D. George. Um, that's the first book. Second book is Get Closer, A Gay Man's Guide to Intimacy. So this is more or less about, um, well, the intimacy, but learning your, <laughs> your love languages and how you interact with people and your triggers and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why Jeffrey N. Charon? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but <laughs> those two books helped me realize to focus on yourself first before you get into a relationship. And you can't expect somebody to be where you are because nobody's ever going to be where you are they can just meet you there okay so Shonda oh yes. <laughs> okay my turn yep okay so I have we, we do two right it, it literally says name a book name a book I know y'all are air signs we do so two. go ahead <laughs> and, and I want to I want to go on record the fact that I knew that none of y'all will follow the rules for this I picked two as well okay good so, <laughs> now mind you I just did it today because once y'all started the music thing, yeah. I was like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna do it for books either. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick a second um, one. Yeah, my one of my books, favorite books, is by James Baldwin. It's called <laughs> "Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone," and it's about a actually a bisexual black actor in the '60s. Well, it's based in the '60s, but he the story goes from the '40s to the '60s. It's basically about his you know journey as an actor during that time, and also dealing with his own sexuality and racism. And the reason why I love that book so much because he was James Baldwin was able to describe what it's like for an actor to go on stage before he goes on stage. He says that it, and I'm not trying to misquote Uncle Jimmy, but he was like, um, it starts, it's a feeling that starts in your stomach and it goes, it's almost a cross between anxiety and a sexual tension before you go on stage. And I mean, literally when I read that, I was like, you know, how does he fucking know that? Because right. that's exactly what a performer feels like before they go on stage. So just from that passage alone, it became from one of my favorite books. The second book is uh, Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Are Watching God. Mm -hmm. Because I heard it first. My dad used to li listen to books on tape, so I heard it narrated by Ruby Dee. Mm -hmm. Didn't really understand what I was you know, listening to because it was like 11 or whatever. So as I think I was like maybe 19 or 18, you know, when I read it again in high school and I just was captivated because it was a beautiful love story. Mm -hmm. Then I read it again when I was in my you know, late 20s, and that's when I was really trying to come to terms with my own sexuality and really embracing being a black queer man. And the, what I got from it then was just this woman's journey through self-discovery. And there's like a romanticism in adventure and self-discovery, and that's just kind of, that's how it resonated with me later on in my life. So right. that's, those are my two favorite books. Okay. Yeah. It's my turn now? As, as what was that? 
What was I about to say? I don't know. Yes, it is. I don't know what I was about to say. (laughs) My mouth was trying to form a word and it had was not in my head at all. So I guess my mouth decided to take over. "Mm -hmm." Right. Sure. Whatever. Mm. Right. Okay. Right. We used to this question. I was like, "Damn, I need to read one more." <laughs> That's real. Two, I need to read more like queer authors. I was yeah. Like, God damn. <laughs> so um, both of mine are by the same author. If that makes you feel any better. We gonna see. Okay. So <laughs> I don't have. I'm I'm cheating. I guess it's the air sign thing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not one specific book, <laughs> but Elon Harris, just mm-hmm. his books in general, because it's the same characters in all thirty mm-hmm. of them. So it's it's technically the same book, the same continuous story. It's like right. a soap opera. Whatever, but it started with Invisible Life. Is that is that better for you? But <laughs> but no, I think just because um, again, like I said, I haven't read a, a lot, um, just queer authors or whatever in general. But I remember just like reading about like gay black men as adults or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't think I've read another book like since then or whatever. Just kind of not necessarily a hope or an expectation, but just kind of a. Hey, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but yeah, it's just like their lives as adults, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Right. Like, and the whole, I guess the cliche thing, like it gets better or whatever kind right. of thing. Granted, it was a long journey, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so long. <laughs> okay. So my only reason for side-eyeing you is because my two books are by Eileen Harris. <laughs> so I was like, actually, <laughs> when you were like, it's pretty much the same across the board. I was like, well, mine's a little bit more detailed. But, and you got um, it. My first book is Just As I Am, which was the second book mm-hmm. in uh, that long journey. <laughs> and I've talked about Just As I Am on the podcast several times, and that's because it impacted my life in a big way because the relationship between Raymond and Kyle played a part in me from a spiritual point of view. Uh, I had started to get a little further away from God and Kyle had informed Raymond that it was important for him to talk to God out loud. Raymond thought that it was a ludicrous idea and then he finally got around to actually doing it and it began to change his life. Mm. So I was, I think, maybe 20 years old when that happened. And so, wow, these books came out a long ass time ago. (laughs) But but yeah, so I went back and read and when I read that, it changed everything for me. Mm. Like, it opened up my mind. I talked to God out loud for the first time, and I was changed, you know. Um, so just as I am, it like, has a really special place in my heart. And then the conclusion of Raymond's story came in A Love of My Own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why that meant a lot to me is because, I don't know, like, I always felt like I connected to the people in Elon Harris's universe. As I've gotten older, I've met uh, black queer men who are younger than me who have painted his stories in a very interesting way that I never have really understood the way they've painted um, these stories. As if it's, um, I don't know if you can put it in a better way, Brandon. I've, I've seen people say this, like, um, not misogynistic is not the word I'm looking for at all, but very, maybe leaning into gender roles, kind of, or you very... You um, and like, just, I guess, overall problematic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, and there's, so, no, because there's no gender roles defined, or... Well, I guess it's just... I don't know. It, I've never it, seen any explanations as to why they've said it. Yeah, it, it's it's. I feel like it's more of a generational thing to be honest with you. I'd like to read because, that though. That sounds interesting to kind of see what this new generation's take on Elon yeah, Harris's work. Because when I saw it, I was like, "Well, that's interesting." Because yeah. from my age group, it was always like it was an awakening for us. Right, 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 right. So for it just seemed problematic to y'all, yeah. it's like, "Wow." Um, but getting back to the, the reason why it impacted me the way that it did is that it was such a beautiful conclusion to this story that literally was my teenage years into adulthood and this character that I traveled with Raymond that spoke more to me you know Raymond spoke to me a whole lot in my journey Mm -hmm. so to see him (laughs) and some people would see it be marrying this problematic ass person but for him to finally get with Basil meant a lot to me because for everything that they went through it was literally Carrie and Big to me you know Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like (laughs) all the things that Carrie and Big went through throughout the course of Sex and the City was literally what Raymond had to put up with with Basil Mm -hmm. and all the and I mean they actually went through even more shit Basil ended up being married to a whole woman and everything so so it was like by the time it finally happened and a love of my own (laughs) it was like finally (laughs) (laughs) it was like finally that got their happy ending and a child right I think they had a child at the end of it I don't even remember Um, but yeah so I was like that really meant a lot to me it was hope it was very much hope for me 
So that's why it impacted me. The I mean, way that's what I'm looking for too. Hope we'll go with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I read the book so long ago, like I was looking for hope. Too. I was yeah. yeah, middle school, high school, maybe. Yeah, I read him. It's been a smooth. Cause hell, he's been dead now. Like he's what? been dead for a minute. Yeah, because we did two a, years, I think. We he died, I think, a year after Michael Jackson, or was it the same year as Michael Jackson? Yeah, it was. Was it a year after? That was two. That's nine, two thousand and nine. Yeah. So wow, it has been a little minute. Wow, time flies. It really does. Goodness, sheesh. Okay, it, it, we're at the end. That's amazing. That's it. For, right? I'm like that felt really quick. <laughs> it did. That That's felt like the quickest crazy. one we've had. Wow. Okay. So if people would like to walk with you on social media, Mister Hill, <laughs> how they walk with you? If you would like to walk with me on social media, um, I'm the GG one. That's T H E G G number one on Instagram and George Hill on Facebook. But I'm not the basketball player, so don't get confused. So don't, you know, send him shit. (laughs) From now on, when we do this podcast, I'm going to have to have two separate microphones because Kennedy is going to have to have his back turned (laughs) because watching his facial expressions... (laughs) Because there are moments where I shouldn't laugh and I'm about to... And he's not not meaning to be funny. He's just very expressive. He's very expressive. So, like, you were explaining how people can walk with you Uh, and his eyebrows and stuff and I'm just like... Like, going up and down. I thought about Touch My Angel. (laughs) Why? I always do that. See? I don't know enough... You never heard of the... No, I didn't until him. (laughs) But he mentions it every time. And I never know what he's Whoa. talking about. What are, you, what are you talking about? Touch by the Angel. Touch by Angel. The, the I mean, I know, I know Touch oh, by okay. Angel, but I don't know the theme song. Can I play though. the theme okay, so song? The, and then right so you there. need to hear it. So, but keep talking, though. So oh, keep that's talking, it. and then, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so while he's pulling it up, so how can people walk with you? <laughs> um, you can walk with me, spy on me. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, my, uh, what is it, my handle? My handle is at uh, Kennedy mm-hmm. um, on Instagram, on Twitter. Oh, actually, I'm lying. Ooh, so bad. I am Kennedy. I was sitting here oh like, my I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm fairly certain handle. that's not his handle. Uh, <laughs> I-A-M-C-A-N-A-D-E. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also go to my website and hear my single at uh, www.iamkennedy.com. Okay. okay. So, are you going to tell them yours or you want to play it first? It's so up to can, you. It's you your world. You can go ahead and play it. It's your world. But you know, we, since they can't see us, I got to make sure I keep talking until no, you give us no dead air. Listen okay. now. <laughs> Down the road. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every burden. Yo, this is singing. I'm going. I will rise. And I will walk with you. I'll walk with you. Till the sun don't even shine. Look. You hear the soprano? So what does that have to do with my screaming? Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Hope, hopefully everybody caught that. <laughs> hopefully everybody caught that. If you didn't catch it, it's too late. <laughs> that damn George yeah, will get you every time. Say, walk How, with yes. you. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, sing, sing. I thought what was that? I thought you did. Nigga, let's get back to me, okay, Darkly. Sing just now. You're gonna go. I did not it's like, that song is not about me. So what are Listen. y'all talking about? Right. And he'll be like, talk about himself. <laughs> that was that was so nasty when I just did on fucking air. You, you can't use that. You too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> what does this have to do about me? You were <laughs> so polite with your patience. As the three of us got in, you were so patient. You were like, okay. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's now like, you've so, heard it. Oh yes, I have. So I'm still laughing because he's like, "When they gonna mention George Hill? <laughs> <laughs> how they like gonna put that in the song? Like, it's an old song. You got that from me? How they know that? How they know my ass What? How would they know that Dell's gonna sing Gigi? Okay, that's funny. Yeah, You can make that shit up. You can't write shit. You can't. You can't. Cannot. You won't. Nobody's gonna write it. No. God. So how can they? How can they? How can they find you, Brandon? Listen, because I'm not even saying anything. You can walk with me. Walk with me. 
Because you knew the song, right? No. no you had not heard the song either. Okay. No, because he was hoping you. his name was in the damn song. Like, I, just, I, I, I genuinely <laughs> wanted to hear it. He wanted to hear it so he could hear his name. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. You can walk with me <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Just Call Me Otis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There it is. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you walk okay. into so, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to walk, I don't even want to say it no more. <laughs> yeah, I've ruined it for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to walk with Failing Space on Twitter, it's underscore THS podcast. And on Instagram, it's THS podcast. Uh, and of course, there's our website. THSpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to find us on Snapchat, that's Revolution LLC. And on Facebook, it's the same, Revolution Multimedia, which not which not be the same. Which not be the same. <laughs> no, I'm still on these podcast teams, right? I'm like, okay. Come on, Scat. Come on. Yes. Do we do up? Come on. Yes. There we go. Connection. (laughs) Listen, we was talking about Nancy earlier. Come on. Get a good scat on. And we gave you a playlist. We did. (laughs) 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 Okay. So we're going to give y'all a rest on good news this week because y'all got a lot of good in this one conversation. Exactly. Absolutely. Full of goodness. Absolutely. So next week's episode, we're going to be traveling to London, England. And uh, v- via Skype, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we travel to London. You go, let's go. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and we're gonna get our fitness on via uh, a brother by the name of Otis and his Lean Living brand over in London. So I'd like to thank our guests once again, Kennedy and George Hill, for joining us for Black Queer and Unapologetic. Of course, you know we we won't be back around to that until the thirty seventh episode. Cause that's if y'all haven't noticed yeah. yet, that's how we work out and black queer apologetic. Like, Jesus. Yeah, twenty seventh episode. When did we get here? Listen, Goodness. you Come were walking. Walk. <laughs> Come on, be quick with it, damn it. Yes. Speaking of, how can they walk with you? Did you say that? Yes. Oh, me personally. Yes. Oh, okay. Because they might want to do some yoga. Keep yeah. exactly. Oh, Listen, he always yeah. keeps me in check. Yes. Always. <laughs> Listen, I love it. Come on. Make a good team. Okay, that'll be Scorpiogi across all platforms. Thanks, Scorpiogi. Indeed. Okay. The thanks, though. So, like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I wish it was in the Scorpiogi. Yes. <laughs> Past. <laughs> Last. Oh, Cast. My God. <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> done. Done. No, we're gone. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. Until then, we love you and namaste. Namaste.